You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Contextually, they, they are primarily uh, two characters. First is Gabriel, an angel of the Lord. And it's important to understand that Gabriel was an angel of the Lord. Because you have angels of the devil, and you have angels of men or women. It's important to understand, and and the text is clear that Gabriel was, in fact, an angel of the Lord. Theologically, he spoke specifically what God told him to speak. Didn't deviate from it. Spoke specifically what God told him to speak. He was sent to speak on God's behalf. And uh, I want to show you just a couple of things biblically in reference to an angel of God speaking on the Lord's behalf. Consider Luke 2 and verse 10. Luke 2 and verse 10. Let's start at verse 9. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Now notice it's an angel of of God. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Notice part of an assignment of an angel of the Lord is to make people comfortable. Make people be at peace. Notice the word, do not be afraid. See, the angel of the Lord knows that, that, that fear can hinder you from receiving truth. Fear can hinder you from receiving good news. So he said to the people in the text, do not be afraid. And he didn't want them to be in fear because he has some good news for them. Tidings equates news. I bring you good news or tidings. But fear can stop you from, again, receiving good news. 
an event taking place that causes you to be uneasy, afraid, can cause you not to receive truth. Such as what we're dealing with, this pandemic. It, it can cause you to be so anxious that you won't receive truth. And, and so notice again, before he could even tell them why he was, why he had showed up, he had to make sure that they did not allow fear to interfere with the truth that he was going to give them. Why was it important for him to make sure fear was gone? Because fear has the capacity to stop truth from doing what truth is sent to do. John 8, 31 and 32 says the truth will make you what? But if you fearful, you won't allow the truth to get a hold of your mind, your tongue, your life, in order for it to do what God has sent it to do. I bring you some good news. I got some good news for you. But you can't be fearful. Let's go further. Let's go to Luke 22. We'll start at verse 41. This is, this is Jesus before his death. This is what happened. It says, and he was withdrawn from them, the disciples, about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed. Now notice the humanity of Jesus. This is what the man, Jesus, said. Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your, yours be done. Verse 43. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. The angel had to come and encourage the man, Jesus. And that's what an angel will do. An angel will encourage you. Sometimes when you, when you pray and when you, when you leave prayer, you feel better. Even if the angel does not say anything, just like here, he never said anything to Jesus. Only thing he did was strengthen him while he was in prayer. And see, you have to understand when, when, when you are going through something and you go in prayer, that God, who changes not, will also send his messenger. To strengthen you. In the book of Job. It even talked about how angels can. Encamp. Round about us. To protect us. I'm not going there. But you need to understand. That angels can give you strength. They can encourage you. They, they can empower you. How many in here. You, you can be going through something. Then when you pray. When you get up you're feeling better. It's not because you are a great prayer person, and you probably are to a degree, but often it's because the Lord who makes intercession for us 
will send an angel specifically to strengthen you in order for you to fulfill your purpose. How many understand? And so an angel of the Lord comes to give us some good news. Doesn't matter the times. The angel is going to give us some good news and the angel is going to strengthen or encourage us based upon the two passages that I went to. Now, the other character in the text is, is Mary. Mary was a virgin that was engaged to Joseph. And Joseph was part of the house of David. And that's where Jesus got his humanity from. Joseph being part of the house of David. It is important to see the connection between the messenger of God and Mary who God had specifically selected for a purpose. But you, but you got to see yourself through Mary. You, you got to know that you got to have a connection with God's messenger in order to fulfill whatever the purpose God has ordained for your, your life. And so the, the angel did knock at the door, just came in. He, he just came in to this, this virgin. And he began to speak specifically what God told him to speak. And so God told him, when you show up, Gabriel, the first thing I want you to tell her is to rejoice. And sometimes the first thing God tells us, we often don't receive. Just like Mary, she, she, she didn't rejoice. Look at the text. I've already read it, but just look, look at the text again. Uh, verse 28. The angel came in and, and he says to her, rejoice. Rejoice. Didn't happen. It did not happen. After telling her rejoice and not getting a response, he then begins to speak to her. From God's perspective, who she is. Mary! You're highly favored. You're highly favored. You have been chosen for something great. You done been chosen for something great, Mary. You're highly favored. And went on to tell, and God is with you. Now she should have she knew that. 
Even if she didn't know she was highly favored, she should have knew God was with her. I don't know if y'all y'all ever be around Deacon Wynn, but Deacon Wynn will tell you in a minute I'm I'm highly favored of God. That that's that's his word. Sometimes I, when I go by his house, I, I say, "What's going on, Deacon Wynn?" Oh, blessed and highly favored. You have to know that you are highly favored no matter what you go through. Look at somebody out of the eye and say, you have to know that you're highly favored. And God is with you. Despite what you go through. See, if you know God done chosen you, you also know no matter what comes against you, you are, you are not going to be overcome until God is done with using you. Certain things can't happen to you simply because God is not through using you. Things may attack your mind, may attack your body, may do this, that, and the other to you, but it's not going to take you out. You know why? Because God is not done with you. God chose you to do a particular purpose, and until he is done with you, child of God, you ain't going nowhere. But you have to know that. You have to know that. You, it's, it's not enough for me to tell you that. You have to know in you that is so. You have to know that is so. I've had folks tell me, there's no way you're going to be saved. Say, yes, I am. That's part of my purpose. I know you don't see it right now, but that's part of my purpose. It's going to happen. It's part of the destiny. Certain things that happened to you, minister Crowder, couldn't take you out simply because you got a purpose. Certain things couldn't keep you down, brother Zach, simply because you got a purpose. If you know you got a purpose, tell somebody, I got a purpose. And you may, and, and you may not be clear, totally clear on all that God has purpose for you to do. Because often God would just do it in, in just little stages. Little stages. He'll tell you, look, this is what I want you to do right now. But you have to know in your being that you are highly favored. You have been chosen of God. You think God, God delivered you from all of the mess you were wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up just to be doing something for you? No. He did it because he has purpose. He has a purpose for your life. You think you're going through all that you're going through and, and God is, is giving you testimony after testimony as you go through what you're going through just to be doing something. No, it's part of your purpose. When good happens, it's part of your purpose. When bad happens, it's part of your purpose. Paul so understood it. That's the reason he decreed 
all things, bad, good, what you don't like, what you do like, what you wish would stay, what you wish would go away, all things work together for the good. Why? Because you got a connection with God. Because you love him. And so again, he says, you're highly favored. And God is with you. He's with you. She, at least she didn't respond like Gideon. When the angel told Gideon that, that the Lord is with him, Gideon was like, well, if he with me, how come all this happened? But see, Gideon is just a reflection of so many of us. Because sometimes a whole lot of stuff can be going on and we, we start to wonder if God really with us. Why God ain't helping us. You don't understand. God would allow you to go through some suffering, some pain, some loss because it's part of your purpose. He, he would point blank with Paul. He, he said, hey, Paul, you're you going to suffer a whole lot of stuff from me. He would just point blank with him. It's a whole lot of stuff you got to suffer just for me. And Paul, he understood about suffering. It leads to reigning. That's when he told Timothy, if, if you endure, if you suffer with him, you will also reign. But see, the bottom line, you got to know that you have been chosen of God and that God is with you. E even, when, even when it don't feel like he with you, he with you. I said even when it does not feel like he's with you, he's with you. Why? It's a promise. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even unto the end. The age. How many understand it? But he wasn't done talking to her. And notice the messenger kept giving her revelation. Notice the next thing he, he says to her. In the latter part of verse 28. He says you're blessed. Among women. Blessed are you among You are fortunate because what God chose you to do, every woman can't do. You're blessed among women. Women going to see how favored you And she was blessed among women to the point to where she, she, was, she was so favored to where the king got upset about what was going on and started killing babies. Trying to get to her baby. So when you're blessed, expect persecution. When you're blessed, expect folk to try to do something to you and your seed. Expect folk to try to mess you up when you're blessed. 
But also expect Proverbs 10 and 22 to happen in your life, which says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he has no sorrow to it. Even though they were after Mary, the angel kept giving her direction, kept telling her and Joseph exactly what they needed to do. Why? Because they were blessed. That's the reason as a child of God, you, ha- you have to stay in the will of God because there are a whole lot of folk going to try to stop you from receiving what God has ordained for you to have. Whole lot of folk going to try to kill what God has ordained to be. That's the reason you got to continue to think, talk, and do according to the written and revealed will of the Lord. You are blessed among women. There are a whole lot of women that, that God looked at, but you are the one that was chosen. You ever think about how some of your friends died? You ever think about some of your friends that died and they weren't living as worse as you were living at the time? They were looking for you to die, but they died. You came out, but they died. Why? God had a purpose for you. Solomon said everything happens for a reason. There's a purpose for everything that happens under heaven. There's a purpose for it. And and see, sometimes we get so caught up that we never take time to meditate and just look at how God has just been ordering our steps. How things just connect. One thing after another. Just, Just connect. Letting you know that the hand of God is with you in every aspect. And so he said, you're blessed among women. So bottom line, he wanted her to praise the Lord. Recognize who she was in God. And recognize she was special. You're blessed among women. You're special. You don't listen to them crazy songs like I'm just a nobody trying to tell. No, that's stupid. That that ain't me. I'm I'm somebody. The Bible don't cause you a nobody. The Bible calls you a new creature. An heir of God. A joint heir with Christ Jesus. The head, not the tail. You live above only and never beneath. What does that say about you? You're blessed. You're highly favored. We got to get like Dick and Wayne. We got to start telling ourselves, I'm blessed and highly favored. In the midst of your warfare, just decree, I'm blessed and highly favored. In the midst of obstacles coming against you, decree, I'm blessed and highly favored. When all that can go wrong takes place, just remind yourself, I'm blessed and highly favored. Some of y'all ain't happy about it, but I know I'm blessed and highly favored. Even if something knocks me on my back, I'm still blessed and highly favored. 
Job was going through a whole lot of stuff, but in the midst of his trouble, he said, I know my Redeemer lives. I know this going to work out. I know he's going to redeem me. I know he's going to set everything right. Why? He's not done with me. How many know God is not finished with you? Your purpose is not complete. Your purpose ain't complete. Yeah, what you're going through, you got to know that your purpose is not complete. God is not done with you. And sometimes you have to tell sickness that. I said sometimes you have to tell sickness that. Sometimes you have to tell poverty that. Sometimes you have to tell your kinfolk that. Ooh, I'm stepping over the line. I said sometimes you have to tell your kinfolk that. Even your spouse. You remember what Job had to tell his wife when she talking about, why don't you curse God and die? What did he tell? You talk like a fool. You've been hanging with folk. You ain't got no business hanging with. Job knew God was not done with him. He wasn't about to kill himself. Wave your hand if you're highly favored. Wave it a little harder if you know you're blessed and highly faithful. So, so, so now notice. After the angel had said all this to Mary, she looked at him. Notice verse 29. She saw him. She was troubled. She ain't got happy. She troubled. What's happening, the reason she troubling and he done gave her all that good word. It's just like folk out place refuge. You, you just lay that word out there. And they still act like they ain't got no word. You can just put what God said to put on the table, put it on the plate. And folk will leave here miserable. Leave worse than they came. He done gave Mary words that should have stirred her soul. Knew he was an angel of the Lord. Should have stirred her up. But instead of Mary getting stirred up, notice the text again. She was troubled. Guess what she was troubled at? The truth. Not what the text said. She was troubled at his saying. What was he saying? The truth. She was troubled about something that had the capacity to free her. Give and it shall be given. Going through this financial stuff, and he talking about give trouble. Going through it financially and get trouble when God tell you to give. God put a word on the table. It is well, well. I'm hurting from my crown, sole of my feet. What you talking about is weight. Gave you the right word 
the word that you need, but you're troubled. Gave Mary a powerful word, but she's still troubled. I've seen it. I've, I've seen God put a message on the table that, that's tailored for, for folk who are going through this, that, and the other, but they still leave the church troubled. She was troubled. Brother, didn't you hear? Yeah, but you know, ain't nothing. But God unsent his word, brother. And the Bible says when he sent that word, it ain't going to return unto him void. Don't mess up the word. He, he, he done sent it just for you. And it ain't going to return void. But, but you can't be of two minds. You can't be double-minded. Because the Bible says if you are double-minded, you will not receive anything from the Lord. It's sad when folk receive a right now word. But wrestle with what's going on in them and what the word says. And continue to have two minds. And stop the promise of God from coming to fruition. She was troubled. Now he, he continues to work. Notice this. She says again, uh, here, well, the verse says again in verse 29, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting it was. What are you talking about? And so the angel recognized that Phil was present. That's the reason he addressed it in verse 30. He said to her, do not be afraid. And then he reminded her and broke it down some. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now he done told her she was highly favored, but she didn't receive that, so he has to repeat himself. He has to come back to give her something that's going to cause her to, to receive that is her testimony. Two, number of witness and testimony. I done told her she highly favored, but she didn't, she didn't receive it. The way she got to get in her spirit that this is her testimony. I'm not just talking just to be talking. And so notice, he tells her for the second time, but, but breaking it down. Do you see it? He tells her again in the latter part of verse 30, you have found favor. You done been chosen by God. You done been picked out by God. 
Verse 31. He goes on to say, and you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And she'll call his name Jesus. You're going to have a baby and you got to name him Jesus. You got to name him Savior. You're going to have somebody that, that's going to deliver folk, protect folk, and call folk to prosper. He was letting her know, you got a purpose, baby. Now, he, he was talking to her about a son. But he can talk to you about a business. God, I'm ordained for you to leave that job and do this right here. I know you want to do that right there, but God has ordained for you to do this right here. And then sometimes you can be in your purpose, but it's not unfolding the way you want it to unfold. No, you, you got to let God be God. It ain't about your timing, it's about his timing. You trying to hurry, hurry it up. You're going to mess it up by trying to hurry it up. Just obey God. John 16 and 13, the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Get out the way and let God. I got to move on to tell somebody, get out the way and let God. Notice this. Verse 32, he will be great. And will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Jacob represents people that were on the wrong path. But then repented. And got on the right path. You know how jacked up Jacob was. Trying to steal a birthright from his brother. Jacob didn't have no character. No integrity. Would even steal from his own brother. And then turn around and show us he was even more low down than that. And, and, and with, teamed up with his mama to deceive his dad. To get this on his deathbed. Say your neighbor, he was just low down. I got to leave Jacob for a minute because some of us, we were just in low down. That's the reason we got to have Jesus to reign over us because we Jacobs, even though our name ain't Jacob, we were low down. But when God Open Jacob's eyes. Jacob repented, turned from his evil ways, and started worshiping the king of kings. Just like we did. When our eyes became open, we changed our life for the better. Am I talking about you? Lord have mercy. Y'all stay with me. 
Verse 34. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be? I don't know a man. I ain't had sex. How am I have a, don't you have to have sex to have a child? I ain't did that. How you? See, see, Mary, the whole time she, she did, she was listening. But the whole time that the angel was talking to her, she was forgetting one important thing that he had came on behalf of God. And while he was trying to talk to her about what God was going to do in her life. He, that's all he was doing. Tell her about what God was going to do. He done, she done found favor with God and God going to do this, that, and the other. Her mind is still on the natural. You tell folk what God going to do, but they still can't get their mind off the natural. When they say it can't, yeah, I know that's 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 what they do. I ain't. I just gonna happen, you know. I just met you, but I gotta be. I, I'm I'm a virgin. I don't. I don't. I, I ain't known no man. How this gonna happen? It was bigger than her. She didn't see how it was going to happen. When it comes to your purpose, it's always going to be bigger than you. And you have to watch who you talk to and watch who you listen to. Because certain folks, you can't tell all your business. Because they'll try to confuse you. You can't tell everybody about what God told you. Because some folk going to laugh at you. Some folk going to deem you crazy. We have to be to the point where we only talk to who God tells us to talk to and we only listen to who he tells us to listen to. Your ears should be selected. You should listen to everything and everybody. You'll mess yourself up. That's the reason Jesus said, be careful when it comes to what you hear. Now, James, in reference to the word, said, be swift to what? Hear. She was hearing from the angel something that was beyond the natural. And sometimes God will tell us things that's beyond the natural. Let me break it down a little bit. Beyond your paycheck. Beyond your family history. Beyond your narrow mind. 
He'll tell you something about yourself, but it's bigger than you. He'll tell you something that's going to happen, but you won't see it on the x-ray. You won't see it in the report. Why? It's bigger than you. It's about you, but it's bigger than you. He was telling Mary something about her, but it was bigger than her. God changes not. He's still telling folks something about them, but it's bigger than them. God has told some of us some things, and and we be so in the natural to where we walk away saying, it ain't no way. And it ain't no way when it comes to man. But remember what Jesus said, with God all things are possible. Look at somebody and say, God doing something. But it's bigger than you. It's about you, but it's bigger than you. Man, I, I, I never, I, Lord, I, I, I done left this job, Lord, because they wanted me to work on Sunday. I can't find the job that I would like, God, and I'm having to do this, that, and the other. And he said, Walker, I ordain for you to do what you're doing right now. I know you don't make but $25 a week from the church. I know some weeks you don't even get $100 selling this little stuff, but I'm doing it because it's bigger than you and God told me to tell you this morning you're going through something that's bigger than you it's affecting your body but it's bigger than you it's affecting your money but it's bigger than you it's affecting your life but it's bigger than look at somebody and tell them what you're going through is bigger than you Mary, Mary didn't understand. And instead of her acting like a woman of faith, she got caught up in the natural. Now she was a woman of faith. The Bible is clear. But, but when God got to telling her certain things, she just couldn't receive it. And man, that's amazing because it happens in the church. You'll be surprised you tell folks certain things in the church. Hallelujah, Pastor. Ha, thank you, Jesus. Come, y'all say, take show. I'm with you, man of God. But then you tell them certain things. Pastor. What you say now, Pastor? Same way with if he would have came with certain things, she wouldn't have had no problem receiving it. But I'm telling you, December 20th, 2020, God said you need to tell them that what they're going through is happening to them, but it's bigger than them. And, and, and get this, what was happening to Mary what was going to cause a whole lot of talk. You know she done got pregnant and, and she, she was married to Joseph. She done got pregnant. Talking about she saved. 
You know, Joseph getting ready to, to, to quit him. He's trying to figure out who's been sneaking in the house. And, and Joseph was, was so humble to well, when he got ready to quit Mary, he, 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 was, he was headed to quit Mary. And, and uh, then the angel showed up and said, hey, Joe, you, you need to quit Mary now. Why I don't need to quit her? You know she pregnant by somebody. No, she ain't pregnant by no other man. It's divine what's happening to her. Joseph more so well, just as much as Mary had to know God. And certain things that happen to you, you have to know that God is a miracle worker. You have to know that what God tells you, he is well able to perform. If he tells you, even though you're broke, you're, you bounce your last check, that you're headed into millionaire status, you got to forget the check that you bounce and give God the praise for taking you into higher heights and deeper depths concerning your finances. used to call the little storefront we were in the taxi cab station I would tell some of the preachers I say God get ready to do something and, and, and when he do it he gonna shock the city yeah we done heard that before Walker I say I'm telling you God told me and I don't know how he gonna do it I don't know when he gonna do it I'm just gonna follow him because he done promised he will do what I have not seen what ears have not heard neither have entered into the heart of man years later after I told them what was going to happen God dropped it right here on what was called Jersey Street since then he done done so many great things it's now refuge way y'all better tell somebody God to do it it'll be bigger than you but if God decree that it's going to happen it will happen so, so she was like how can this be how can this happen it's bigger than you Mary God going to do it and that's basically what he tells her God going to do it all he needed Mary to do was, was to heal and allow God to have his way. Let, let me read what he said. I'm closing. Notice this. Verse 35. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. He basically told her it's going to be done through the Holy Spirit. That's the reason we got to have it. Certain things that God has ordained to happen in your life require the Holy Spirit. Notice what he said to her. The Holy Spirit will overshadow her. The Holy Spirit will empower 
empower her to bring it to pass. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help her to conceive and bring forth the divine. And God does the same thing. The Holy Spirit will put in you the purpose he has ordained for your life. Then he will bring it to pass. All he needs from you is to be willing. All he needs from you is to continue to think talk and do according to his will and when the and when the angel of God told Mary these words finally Mary got to the point to where she started embracing truth and then she started walking in truth and from that point on it didn't matter what folks had to say it didn't matter what this that and the other happened she was determined to live for God say to your neighbor you have to be determined to just obey what God is telling you to do Despite folks, despite things, despite this, that, and the other, you have to be determined to just obey God. I'm going to tell you something. Because when it comes to people, if you broke, they're going to talk about you. If you got money, they're going to talk about you. If you live, if you live in an apartment, they're going to talk about you. If you live in a mansion, they're going to talk about you. The main thing we need to know in reference to our life is are we being led by the Spirit of God? Are we in line with the written and revealed will of God? We don't want to be crazy and just call something God and it's not God. That's the reason we have to rightly divide and know the seasons of God and know how the spirit of God operates in the church and outside of the church. But again, it's happening to you, but it's bigger than you. And don't just wait for something wonderful to happen to call it God. Because God can ordain the worst day in your life to happen. Only to show you his power. Only to show you that no matter how low you may go. He still has the capacity to raise you up. Jesus went as low as a person can go. But what happened? We don't just talk about his death. We talk about his resurrection and his ascension into heaven. I'm going to stop right there. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise.